Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, Episode 195, Final Destination 3. This podcast will be the death of you. That's true. No, just wait. We haven't even done Final Destination 4 or 5 yet, or the Final Destination. There's lots of destinations we can get to, and they all end into the Mariana's Trench of Hate. They certainly do. Wow. They just, like, like this one is the roller coaster one, mm-hmm. but they all are basically a roller coaster that just, like, bottoms out in the Mariana's Trench of Hate. It doesn't even, like, take you to a nice slow stop. It just ends, the track ends in the trench, and it just dumps you. Well, it rams you into the wall of the trench, let's be honest. There's right. no wall of the trench. Yeah, there's, there's walls. Yeah, but there's it's a vast trench of hatred. And the roller coaster ends you right into the wall. It no, it just you dumps you in there. All right, fine. I have that. Slamming you into the wall would be better. More uh, jarring, shall we say. Oh, you're jarred when you hit the ground. <laughs> so how's it going today, Chaos? Ugh. Fine. How are you, Carmen? You know what? You can't just start off the episode in a crampy mood because I made you watch Final Station Three. It just can't work like that. Because there's nowhere and to go yet but here down. We are. There's nowhere to go from there. You got to go somewhere. Well, it's not my fault. You pick crappy movies. You know what? I pick them because I care. Because sharing is caring. No, you picked it because you wanted to piss me off, and <laughs> therefore you get. A revenge pick for this one, Missy. Oh, I'm sure I do. Do you want to tell them who we are and what we do so we can get into the movie itself? Yeah, why not? Attitude, miss. Attitude. Yeah, yeah it's there. Oh, I'm just warning you about it. Stop with the attitude. No. I will pee all over your legs if you don't stop with the attitude. You already peed. Ha, ha, ha. I will drink lots to pee all over your legs if uh-huh, you don't stop with sure. the attitude. Right. <sighs> We are They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks so you don't have to. Mostly out of a genuine desire to share them with you, our wonderful audience, but sometimes just to piss the other one off, like in this case. Actually, I wasn't picking this to piss you off. Well, you should have been because you should have known that would be um. I mean, that's obvious. just a happy side effect. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, because that's how our friendship works. It lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where we MMA-style fight in our very own octagon when we don't see eye-to-eye on movies. Like this week. Oh, hello, audience member Winifred. Audience member Winifred is trying to make me feel better. Total sidetrack there. Just a little bit of a sidetrack there from audience member Winifred. Spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. That's right. And as we said, this week was Final Destination 3. It was done in 2006. It got an R rating. It was an hour and 33 minutes long. And it got a 5.8 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? Glad that you asked because you see the tomato meter is a green splotch at a 44%. Critics consensus Final Destination 3 is more of the same. Gory and pointless worth nowhere new to go. Audience score, 57%. I can expect that. Higher than what cast the score will be at the end. Yes. Shall we go through the cast? Uh, yes, let's do the cast. As soon as I you can get that. to it. Yeah, as you say, I sent you a picture. Wendy was Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She was in 10 Cloverfield Lane, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, The Ring 2, and Birds of Prey. 
She was in a lot of things. She is in a lot of things, yes. Um, I like her generally. I think she's the most famous member of this cast. She is the most famous member of this yeah, cast. Yeah, she definitely Hands is. Hands down, so. Kevin was Ryan Merriman. He was in The Congressman, Halloween Resurrection, and The Ring 2. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ian was Chris Lemke. He was in Ginger Snaps. Um, they're watching, and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead. I was about to say, oh, I love that movie because I thought it was Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. No, they're undead. Right. But then you said undead, and I went, oh, that's a different movie. That's a movie we have to watch, apparently. Why? Because there's zombies in it. So what? <sighs> Attitude. Erin was Alex Johnson. You know, she, I had to ask you this question real fast while we're on here. Does she remind you at all of Elijah Dushku just a little bit? No, I didn't think that at all. Okay. I've seen her in other things, though. Well, she's in Devil's Diary, House Bodies, and Reefer Madness the Musical. She's been in other things, though, she has. too, because yeah. I've seen her before. Uh, you'll have to look it up, though. Let me know what you've seen her in. Yeah. Cause she's got the face of somebody famous that's not famous. And maybe it's not Eliza Dushku, but I can't think of who it is. Like, she has this face of, like, she looks like somebody else. Okay. But it's not her. Okay. I don't know. Just go with it. All right. Frankie was Sam Easton. He was in The Butterfly Effect. <laughs> the Butterfly Effect. That one night and part of the game. Lewis was Texas Battle. He's got the best real name ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's a... Like a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. It's still a pretty great one. Texas Battle. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. He was in The Task, Hydra, and Wrong Turn to the Dead End. Ashley was Shalane Simmons. From Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Good luck, Chuck, and Coming Home for Christmas. Which I've noticed this as I've done casts this throughout the years. If they've done a horror movie, they usually have done a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies too. That's funny. If they were like a minor movie, you know, minor actor in a horror movie they like to do the hallmark movies now which is saying well i think that's probably got something to do with the fact that like you've got them in a lot of low budget horror movies and then hallmark movies aren't exactly hollywood no so kind of on the same playing field yeah it just kind of cracks me up i don't know why it's like death death becomes her like a death grueling horrible gross happy christmas time you know just yeah it is pretty funny Ashlyn was Yan K. Crystal Lowe. She was in Black Christmas, Signed, Sealed, and Delivered Movies, which there's a ton of those, and A Little Bit Zombie. Um, in fact, so was Mary Elizabeth Winstead in Black Christmas. Yes, she was. That was another one she was in. Shit. She's been in a lot, though, so it's Yeah, hard. she's been in a ton of things. I'm trying to remember the movie that made me like her, and I can't think of it. I thought it was Scott Pilgrim, but wasn't. No. I'm okay. not really a big Scott Pilgrim fan. Maybe that's somebody else that's a friend of mine that is then. Um, Julie was played by Amanda Crew. She was in The Haunting of Connecticut, Isabel, and Freaks. And then I actually have four honorable mentions. And the reason I have these honorable mentions, because I, I feel like I should preface this with saying, I feel like nerds like Cass and I also are involved in other fandoms. So you might recognize these honorable mentions from other fandoms. So we've got Patrick Gallagher. He was the manager of the roller coaster. He was actually from the Glee fandom. He played uh, Ken Tanaka. Uh, Harris Allen, he was one of the roller coaster attendant, the main roller coaster attendant. He's in the Queer as Folk fandom as Hunter. You had Corey Monteith, 
pretty huge name from the Glee fandom. He played Khalil, very minor part. And then, of course, Tony Todd was the devil voice on the roller coaster. And then he was also, really big spoiler, uh, the voice. Um, you totally can say this without spoiling it. At the end of the movie on the subway station. There you go. And, of course, he's Didn't in Candyman, the other it. Final Destination movies, and lots of other stuff because we love Tony Todd. We and, do love Tony Todd, but I didn't know anybody from the Glee fandom because I'm not a Glee. Well, I didn't mean you, but I figure like there's other people like, like, if you like, you might like fandoms. If you're a geek like us or a nerd like this, there's other fandoms you might Because we're horror ne- nerds? I feel like we're nerds. Yes. I think horror fans is a subsection of nerdage. And sometimes if you're a nerd one place, you're a nerd other places. So there might be other fandoms yeah, that no, you enjoy. I, I agree with that. Because, like, I'm in a ton of fandoms that I'm just a nerd and all. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not so much into the Glee fandom, but I recognize the characters. Oh, that's more than I did. And I was a queer folk uh, nerd. Queer is folk nerd. So that's why I recognized Hunter. But, yeah. But I'm in a lot of nerdy fandoms. Yeah, you, you are. You too. Whatever. I'm not Star that. Trek. So, well, that's one. Um, um, there are others. Red Dwarf. Okay. Black Adler. I would say Black Adler. Black Adder. Whatever. See, I'm not in that fandom. What else are you in? You're in a lot of Brit fandoms, too. Like, old Brit fandom stuff. Yeah, I like a lot of British TV. You're in the psych fandom. Psych fandom. You're in the office fan. I mean, there's other, like, there's, like, little nerdy pockets we're in, you know? Sure. We don't just fit one pocket of the pants. We fit all the pockets. We like cargo pants. I was just trying to think of, like, you were like, yeah, it's funny, because I would say, yes, I'm part of a lot of nerdy fandoms, but when you go, yeah, you're part of nerdy fandoms, my brain draws a blink and goes, am I? (laughs) Harry Potter fandom, you were a part of that, too. I was. Yes, you were. Not really anymore. And not all fandoms are nerdy. I guess I shouldn't say that, but if you're, you could, they're, they're fandom pockets, I guess, and usually... People are in more than one fandom pocket. Yeah, usually they are. Because, like, I'm in the Bond pocket, but that's not a nerd. I wouldn't say it's a nerdy thing. It's just a pocket. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I it, you're. I think I think if you're that much into the fandom, you're a bit of a nerd, but... Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's hard to define because you think nerd, you think Star Trek, you think Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. I mean, the nerdy fan, like, the truly nerdy fandoms, you know what I mean? Monty Python. It's a fandom, but it's not necessarily a nerdy fandom. I don't know. I know a lot of nerds that are into Monty Python. No, I know. <laughs> no, I'm saying the fandom itself, I wouldn't label it as nerdy. Oh, I would. Would you? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know any cool people who like Monty Python. Fuck you, man. I love Monty Python. I'm cool. <laughs> You're not cool. You're a nerd. Shut up. I'm a cool nerd. You are not. Uh, we should probably keep going, right? Yeah, let's keep Sorry. going. Do you want a little summary on this movie? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Graduating seniors avoid roller coaster only for things to go awry. Very, very accurate. So, do you want a real summary, I guess? So, yeah, let's get into it. So, you got this group of seniors here at McKinley High. Mm-hmm. And they're on senior night, which is at a news park, which, fuck me, that would have been awesome if we did a senior night like that at our school. Yeah, did we have senior night? No, because we suck. Okay. I think we did, but it was like a dance. We are lame as fuck. Mm, that is I don't lame. remember. Um, I mean, come on, our senior prank was lame as hell, too. But let's, What was our senior prank? We took the C off of the sign. So much so that they painted a C behind the letter C. 
because it happened every year. I like the idea we had as my class had as freshmen where we like put something on lighter fluid on the football field and lit a match so it'd be permanently, you know, but then no one wanted us to go to jail. So then we pussied out and didn't do it. So, you know, it's kind of cool. You can um, take take a hairspray, Mm -hmm. uh, which is clear, obviously, and um, you can use it like like uh, spray paint. Mm -hmm. And then when it rains, it'll show up. Oh, I was thinking light it on fire. <laughs> Why was it no. lighting on fire? <laughs> no, and it, it'll be clear and you can't see it. But then after a rain, the hairspray will actually like darken and you'll really? be able to see it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There you go, graduate seniors. There's a prank for you. Or maybe it lightens. I don't know. It does one of the two. I know if you light it on fire, it burns. And then you could light it on fire. <laughs> yes. That's obviously where I was going with that. I just remember using the spray can as a blowtorch for the longest time. Remember the aqua oh, yeah, cans? Everybody did that, yeah. I know. I wish they'd bring those back. <laughs> when, when you, sometimes you need a blowtorch. I'm just saying. You know, sometimes it's good to have. Blowtorch on the go, you okay, know? Okay, Pyro. So they're at this amusement park, which looks like an awesome fucking fun time. It looks amazing. And... You got Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character, which, fuck me, what is her name? Wendy. Thank you. Finding Neverland. Wendy. Okay, I got this in my head. She's taking pictures for the yearbook, and she's with her friends, Jason, Carol, and Kevin. And they're, she's not riding any of the rides. Her friends and boyfriends are riding all the rides. They're having a good time, but they finally convince her. Oh, yeah, and we didn't mention that her boyfriend is literally Chad. Well, I didn't even say his name in the cast list because he was barely in it for like five minutes. But it was Chad. Oh, wait. Was that Chad from Tucker Dale versus Evil? Yeah. Holy shit. Another honorable mention. I didn't, re- I didn't even realize that. Okay. Honorable mention. So her boyfriend named Jason. I'm pretty sure it was him because me... I was like, oh my God, it's Chad. Okay. Let me check real fast. Hold on. Jason. Oh just, yes, it was. Yes. It was Jesse Moss. Um. He was also in The Uninvited and uh, The Christmas Promise. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he dies soon, so don't get too attached to him, guys. Yeah, no, he doesn't live long. They convince her to go on... I thought you meant he's like the chat of this movie. I was like, no, "No, it wasn't that bad. Um, They convince her to go on this roller coaster. They're all going to go on this roller coaster. What is it? The Devil? The Devil's Something. Something. It was, where is it? It's not in my plot. The That's Devil's a- Flight. Thank you. She doesn't want to be a part of this. She'll ride it, but she's not going to ride in the front. So her best friend wants to r- ride it. Uh, her boyfriend and her best friend's boyfriend flip coins to see who's going to ride with Wendy in the back. Which is so dumb. It's like, why wouldn't you just ride with your girlfriend? Because he wants to be in the front. No. I'd be like, you are my boyfriend. You are riding back here with me. Don't be an ass. Like, Hello plot the plot me needed it to happen okay so she does an alex browning type thing where she visualizes that um the park attendant uh slams down lewis's vest parts ripping the hydraulic fluid causing an issue with the hydraulic fluid to make a best of this mo- roller coaster. You might have to help me with this as to what happened exactly, but the hydraulics went crazy. 
the it was it was partly that the hydraulics were injured and then partly that like the track came apart mm-hmm which some people say it's because of Frankie Frankie Cheeks's video camera falls out of his hand and wraps around it. Supposedly, oh, it's supposed oh to... yes, he, it it does. It wraps around, and that's where the track comes apart, which is ridiculous. That wouldn't happen. This whole thing is ridiculous. Well, the whole thing is ridiculous. Oh, and then two of the wheels come off on the roller. <laughs> like this roller coaster hasn't been inspected since 1957 when they built it, obviously because. Um, lots of things go wrong with it. So, yeah, so the first thing is the first, I think it's four or five cars fly off on their own. They, like, get disconnected and fly off on their own into space. Yeah. Then, um, uh, two of the girls get whipped out of it. The, 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 the vest part come off. The two girls get with the, Ashley and Ashley get whipped, whipped out. Frankie dies. Lewis flies out of his seat because the vest come up again. Oh, Frankie dies in a really good way. He, like, he, like, hits... He, he, like, flies off and hits the roller coaster and it, like, rips him in half. Oh, that's right. It does. Lewis falls out of the seat. Kevin grabs him. And Kevin's able to grab him, but only for so long until he hits, like, a barrier. And yeah. goes splatty, splatty. goes splatty, splatty, yeah. Kevin's standing up because the vest isn't down. Wendy's trying to hold him, but all of a sudden a spike, which broke off the roller coaster, <laughs> stabs him right in the middle. And then, of course, um, oh, Wendy and uh, Aaron and Ian fall out, and they fall to their deaths on the track. I mean, everyone falls out and dies, basically. Yeah. Horrible thing. But Wendy wakes up from this vision right before they're going to go, like, the roller coaster's going to go off, and she manages to freak out enough, like Alex Brownie did, and get out of the roller coaster. Taking- yeah. Which, by the way, if this was a real roller coaster ride and you showed any hesitation whatsoever, they would shut the ride down and pull you off. Like, they don't mess around with that people getting scared shit. Like, this one, they were just like, oh, just shut up and go, you know? Like, they Mm -hmm. really didn't want to deal with it when it's like, no, at a real roller coaster, if somebody showed the slightest hesitation of not wanting to go, they would stop that ride completely and, like, pull you off and make sure you were okay before they ever went back and turned it on and like there'd be nobody going hey let me off let me off like that wouldn't happen well and that's what the boyfriend does because they they let off the last four cars they like they open the vest and uh wendy gets out and kevin frankie and kevin and lewis all get into a fight so they take all them out the boyfriend jason's like let me out it's my girlfriend but no like you said they wouldn't do that instead they let jason and carol and everyone else go on the first car but they won't yeah they won't let him off it's like okay yeah because the last thing they want is like a freaking lawsuit because you got scared and wouldn't and they wouldn't let you off the roller coaster mm-hmm. the last thing they want, they want is that so so they escort them off they escort uh, wendy and kevin off the whole ride and it doesn't even take long like if you think about how long it took in the ride from her vision to the time when that track that car yeah. falls off, it's like two seconds. It, it, it's like instantaneous. It's like a it's like it's like at least a couple of minutes in her vision. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they are off the track, off like out of the uh, little station, and as soon as that, it's like two seconds and it and it goes off the rails and it's like bye bye boyfriend, death yeah. to him. Bye bye boyfriend. So they've got the funerals. Um, Mary, uh, when, Connor, Mary, Wendy's very upset. She's upset more than any of them. Mm-hmm. Kevin even does some research and brings up the whole Flight 180 thing. Okay. Because that matters. And Ashley's. The Ashley and Ashlyn feel so bad they invited her to go tanning with them. 
that's so sweet so nice of us so nice of them nice of us it's graduation pretty soon like a couple days later so ashley and ashlyn are going to get tan to do a spruce up you know they've got bronze really well for the funerals but now it's time for a spruce up for graduation because they gotta look good for those who can't walk you remember shilling uh, ashley though from uh, tucker dale versus remember i said fire yeah of she course doesn't, she doesn't like fire she well, doesn't like fire no so they're in this um tanning salon of course the owners well not the owner the employees too busy on the phone where they and they do all the stupid things like they take the drinks back with them they lock the front door the employee gets locked out the back door they turn the heat up um i don't even know like some of those numbers on the bed i don't know what any of the fucking shit means yeah um but while they're doing this uh wendy's looking at all the pictures and she's like oh that's weird oh that's weird like there's supposedly like little signs little clues in the pictures for how they're gonna die and she you know involves kevin at that point but unfortunately ashley and ashley it's too late she even calls one of them yeah she calls ashley i think Mm mm-hmm where you get the nude scene because that yep. was necessary i love how the director insisted this was necessary for them like they couldn't have been in bikinis i know he's like oh no no it's totally necessary for you to be topless yeah i don't think there was even in the first two finalists there was no one topless in any of them were there i don't think so in the first two i don't know there's like trivia about how like shillian simmons didn't want to do it and then the director convinced her that it was necessary and then she realized it wasn't really a big deal and then and then she was great to do nudity for for other films and it's like okay you're talking about this like she got over tragedy or something (laughs) she came over trauma it's like no so but i feel like it was unnecessary like it wasn't necessary at all not even a little bit no it totally wasn't the piano, that nudity was necessary. Final Destination 3, so not necessary. There was no Oscar being awarded here. It just, it just <laughs> wasn't, you know. But they were, they did do a closed set with only the camera operators and, and, and they, they like put blackout curtains up and everything and made sure nobody could see in to make, um, to make the girls feel comfortable. Yes, they did that. Yeah. But things go awry here because, like, all sorts of circumstances. Like, the drink makes the condenser go up. They turn the heat up so it makes the air conditioner blow, which blows the the coat rack, which knocks into the shelf of CDs, which they were already, you know, she kind of already broke the CD shelf because she was grabbing it to try to find a CD, which falls and kind of barricades them into their ton of tanny beds, which then makes them go I really burn. hate this whole trend that final destination has of like this mousetrap situation where this little thing causes this little thing which 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 causes this this big thing to happen that's the whole part of the movies though i know and i hate it (laughs) you do Do you know what's great about this one though i gotta tell you i own this movie of course but on this one, and I believe it's this one only because I think I own all of them, but maybe it's because this one's a special feature. This one's a choose your own destination. Yeah, that was special for this this specific movie. So it's streaming on Netflix, so I don't think Chaos got to see it. No. But I've seen all the different kinds of deaths. Yeah. The choose your own desti- destination one for this death is so much worse. Like the whole fucking room goes up on flames. It's like pretty fantastically epic. 
I this Pointless one really, but this one really kind of bothered me. I was really uncomfortable, like because I was just like, God, that's so horrible. Like it's such a horrible way to die. Like I I was not here for it. Which I didn't understand. Like you're in a tanning bed, and I guess part of those numbers were the heat of the tanning bed. I didn't think it could, could go beyond where it starts like crisping you up like a fucking chicken in KFC's ovens. Yeah, I have no and idea. And the glass would get too hot where you couldn't lift the lid. I mean, that's how you lift the lid of those fuckers. Right, yeah. You'd think for... Well, I think for safety's sake, it wasn't meant to go over that amount. But for some reason, it had the capacity to, which I don't know if it would really have the capacity to. I don't to. know tanny buds, honestly. Or like if you would think there would have like some kind of safety shut off where it got too hot and it would just shut down completely. Because that's like a basic safety feature on things. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, who knows? Well, I don't know anything about tanning beds either. The sad thing about this one is if they would just communicate it and grab one side of the shelf, they could have gotten out. Yeah, I know. That's like, it's like the dumbest death. If they hadn't panicked and yes. just been like freaking out the whole time. Like you literally just watched them cook to death. And it's like, at no point did you think of trying to work out how to actually get out of the tanning. Okay. <laughs> you just laid there and screamed while Died. you cooked to death. Pretty great. Great. So that funeral happens, that double funeral. Because, you know, why have a double wedding when you can have a double funeral? I know. I like it. And it's like, okay, they were friends, sure. But they were just friends. It wasn't like they were married or, like, sisters or something. Like, why would there be a double funeral? Okay, if we died at the same time as BFFs, I think it'd be easier on our friends if we had a double funeral. Just saying. For, you know. But do people We have all the same friends. I don't know. I've never known two people that have died at the same time that were friends. I don't know. Maybe. It just seems weird. It does. No, I agree. But for plot's sake, it seems right. Okay. <laughs> um. So they go to that funeral, and now, now Wendy's really bought into this idea of flight one hundred and eighty. And a deleted scene you don't see is that <laughs> it's so fucking horrible. I don't even know if they mention it anywhere in the the regular theatrical. Is that, um, I can't remember their names, Thomas and um, the chick from the last one. The main characters, they were alive at the end. Oh, no. In this one, they've, they've, there's, like a, there's a scene where they've died. And they couldn't get it together. And so they did it on a newsprint where they were run over by a, a Camaro, which was one of the other victims' Camaros, Drove through a hardware store, trapping the men, so they went out the back door into a wood chipper and died that way together. Okay, that's pretty awesome. So that's how the, the, the last two that left that ended in Final Destination 2, the ones that were left alive, that's how they died in this one, killing I, the, all the rest of them off. I, it was not mentioned at all, and I don't remember Final Destination 2 at all. And I was wondering if like watching 3 would bring some of it back for me, but it did not. It, okay, so it was supposed to because they originally had um, those two characters coming at the subway at the vinyl scene, but they couldn't get all the actors together. So instead, they um, they did it as like a, I think they did it as like a newsprint sign. I'm trying to look at it here. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, maybe it, you know what? It's in the choose your own fate. Choose your destination one. Oh. Yeah. Um, Kimberly and Officer Burke 
They ran into each other at a hardware store. The Camaro, owned by Evan Lewis, the, the first victim, the one that won the lottery in Federal Destination 2, rolled down a hill and crashed into the front of the store. The two attempted to escape from the rear, only to meet their fate at the hands of a wood chipper. Kimberly's coat got caught. Thomas attempted to save her, and both were pulled into the wood chipper. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's just funny. It's how they tied up. Anyway, so the Ashley and Ashlands die. And they're really into this now. They've got this. They're going to make this, you know, they're going to figure this shit out. Just like, you know, Alex did, right? Yeah. They're in a fast food line. Like any fast food line. Like Chaos and I were in earlier today. Yeah, they were in a drive-thru. Um, what? I was just going to say, it's like like a truck backs in and traps them. Pins them, yeah. Somehow. Because the truck, like backs all the way up to wendy's door and she can't get out Mm -hmm. and they're up against the sign so the driver can't get out and then then the convertible in front of them won't move where you can just see his head right the convertible in front of them won't move because he's at the drive-thru window which is for some reason four feet in front of the speaker which would would not work in Mm -hmm. real life correct um and then and then like up up the hill this truck that doesn't have anybody in it heist pale ale truck yes starts tumbling while it rolls down the hill and the driver's like waving his arms and screaming but nobody can hear him and it rolls straight for them. And there's somebody behind them, too. Who luckily moves out of the way just in time. But yeah. But for them, at least. Yeah, for them. But they're stuck there. Mm-hmm. They can't go forward. And backwards is the the van or truck barreling towards them. And they can't get out of the car because they're pinned in by the other truck. But they manage to kick out the windshield... And they just managed to get out of the way um, before something comes out of the... It's the motor. The motor comes out of the truck? Yeah, it crashes into their vehicle and then the front end just goes all the way through. And like the it exposes... Somehow the motor almost jumps out of the hood of the truck. Yeah, that they don't... And fucking... It's really hard to tell like how it happens but it slices up the head of the guy in front of them who happens to be frankie cheeks frankie cheeks which fans of final destination will remember from heist pale ale from final destination 2 the driver who was drinking while driving the truck he was drinking his own beer oh nice while driving the truck a little trivia for you there yeah frankie cheeks doesn't die in the choose your own fate collection he gets to live not in this one. I don't understand why he would get to live out of everybody. I don't know. Like, he's later. Well, he he's, is later arrested for like child porn. So I was I mean, say he doesn't have a nice ending. He, yeah, like because he, he sucks. took all those undershot pictures of girls that were under the age of eighteen. Yeah, because he's a pervert. Yeah, but he dies luckily. So that just leaves Lewis next, and they're trying to figure out these pictures. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of the Omen 2006 where they're like, the pictures, look, it's the thing, and the thing's wrapping, well, both Omens, where the thing's wrapping around their neck, and mm-hmm. it just kind of reminds me of that a little bit. But with Frankie, they thought it was going to be him hanging himself because he was on a rope ladder, but she ended up having two pictures of him with a, one was with a fan behind him, which is kind of perfect. Right. 
So they're looking at Lewis as trying to figure it out. And he's away at college already because... He's like at a summer training camp for the college football team that he's getting into. Yeah, but it's like a training camp thing. I guess. The timeline in this is kind of funny because it's like, what month is it? Is it June? May? They say May. June, the tricentennial, but he's already at summer football camp. But they haven't graduated yet. It's just kind of hinky, pinky. And he's in the weight room. Yeah. Sorry. And they're, um, they're all pissed off at the Bruins, the team they're going to play. So mature. And which doesn't make any sense because they're at training camp. And what are they fighting them in the, or do they do, do college, does college football have preseason games? They do, but they, it's probably just their arch rival, you know, honestly. Like, I don't know. It was confusing. And he was all like, they're all like, fuck the Bruins. And, and they're trying to explain to him what's going on and he doesn't believe them. And he's like, all he cares about is lifting weights and football. He's he's beat everything. He'll beat death too. And he's such an idiot. All he does is win. He's T Pain. Yeah, and then all he does is smash his head in with two eights. When, when the swords, which they wouldn't be sharp swords anyway. There's swords no. from the Sultan logo, uh, get knocked out, and they they cut the strings of the weights. Which wouldn't happen. Which wouldn't happen. He thinks he's fine. He brings the weights down and... And they crush his head. Pretty epic. This was my favorite death. Was it really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Any particular reason why? Yeah, because I wanted him to shut up. Oh, that's a good reason. No, I like that reason. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll tell you mine when we get to my favorite death, okay? Okay. Okay. So, yay. He's dead. Yeah. Well, that leaves Ian and Aaron. Ian and Aaron. Did now... Let me ask you, Chaos, as a former hardware store employee, oh did you get flashbacks visiting Ian and Aaron in their hardware so store job? So many flashbacks. <laughs> so many. And I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't dating anyone who worked there, too, but I did actually know these two people who were on the night crew mm-hmm. who were married and so it was kind of like I was having flashbacks to them too, specifically because they were like Ian and Aaron, mm-hmm. and although not as cool, I liked them. I liked. Them I too. liked Ian and Aaron. I did too. Like, especially but, Aaron. And Ian had a big mouth. Like, I don't know. Well, I like the actor who plays Ian, Chris Lemke, and I like the actress who plays Aaron. So I who. I can't think of, but I know I've seen her in something. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I've seen her in something else. Because she always has that hair. Oh, does she? Yeah, she okay. always has that hair. And so I recognized her hair, and I was like, I've seen this girl before. See, her face looks familiar, but I can't... I every I look at every movie she's done, and I can't place her, so... <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, I like that actor. And uh, so I like this pair here and they're so funny driving around on their forklifts and talking shit about the customers and putting stuff away (laughs) and it was it just very much reminded me of yeah this is old times 
Well, of course, this, we used to make zombie fighting weapons at my old job. I could see how you could totally do that. Yeah, totally there was plenty of time and plenty of kind of equipment, it's like some of the equipment they had. Yeah, right. We we could we took things and fashioned them into rudimentary weapons and then hid them all around the store so that no matter where we were, we would be able to get to something in case the zombie apocalypse happened while we were at work. Nice. I bet I could still go in there and find one, huh? You probably could. <laughs> So this one, like Lewis's, you got a lot of false starts. And this kind of brings you back to the Final Destination 1, where it's like, oh, is it going to be that? Could could it be that? You know, mm-hmm. different things, like, you're, you're trying to trick you. Like, it's going right. to you know, that's going to be involved. Um, but what happens in the end, though, is that um, Ian, well, Ian was using a nail gun earlier to kill the four fucking pigeons. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that doesn't happen. That part was wrong and sad, and but, you know, yeah, we just rewards. we just kind of like dealt with the fact that there were birds in the store. I mean, they they left, they would leave, yeah. like they wouldn't like, but we didn't do anything about the birds that were there. We just you didn't kill them with a nail gun. No, so sad. Um, but what happens is is there Ian's putting up something high, and all these stakes start falling, like these sharp pointy stakes start falling and wendy grabs ian to kind of you know protect him from all this falling shit and you got plywood fall plywood plywood and all sorts of other stuff falling on top of them and um something else flew off i just watched this movie today too something else flew off and um i think maybe it was a piece of plywood that hit aaron in the chest yeah and knocks her backwards and she falls into the shelf where the nail gun was sitting and the nail gun goes off which it totally wouldn't because no one's touching the trigger right right into her head though right into her head yeah 11 nails right into her head nails like in the back of her head coming out of her mouth and stuff which is pretty sweet okay so let's pause for a moment here shall we okay okay we made a phone call before Ashlyn's death. We're the last one that called Ashley. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were at the scene of the roller coaster death. Mm-hmm. Um, we made the last phone call to Ashley before her death. Mm-hmm. We were at the scene of Frankie Cheek's death, mm-hmm. at the scene of Lewis's death, and now at the scene of Aaron's death. And yet the police only hold them for 10 hours. <laughs> like, if I was a cop, I would have a cop riding them. Like, tailing their asses. Like, yeah. everywhere they went. Well, and that happened more in, like, the first Final Destination, yes. right? They had a pair of cops that were, like, kind of after him. They did. Thinking that, because, well, because it was supposed to be a X-Files script originally. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought that was at least semi-realistic. That was more yeah, plausible than them just letting him go after 10 minutes with a look like, hmm, you might be sus, but we can't do anything. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I mean, they've got... They can place them at every scene of every death. It's like, I think you have enough to hold them. But yet they go home. They go home to move on. And they, they go to... to Well, Kevin goes on because he's going to be a, uh, one of the guards at the Tricentennial. Yeah. Tricentennial. That's 300 years, right? Yes. So this place must be like in Massachusetts or something for the... Tri- is that right? Yeah, it would have to be to be to be... 300 years old yeah it has to be somewhere in the 13 colonies yeah because that's really old for the u.s so he's going off to be a guard like nothing's ever happened the wendy's sister julie 
which they earlier have a fight about this charm bracelet, which it's her good guy, good get a guy charm bracelet that grandma left her in the will. It's this charm bracelet. Who gives a fuck? It's a charm bracelet that she let Wendy have to keep her lucky. You know, give her good luck. Yeah. Which she takes it back and this triggers for Wendy because they're trying to figure out who these two people are that were in between Aaron and Ian and Kevin and Wendy. Mm-hmm. Who are these two people? Which she didn't even know her own sister was on the roller coaster. Like, okay. Well, she had a hoodie, but yeah. No, I get you. And that's how they figured out was through the charm bracelet. She sees the charm bracelet on the photograph, figures out her sister. Mm-hmm. So they go to the, uh, she goes to the tricentennial to go after her. And so she does have someone following her, but it's Ian. Because Ian thinks she's the angel of death, apparently. Ian thinks it's her fault that Aaron died, which doesn't make any sense. You were the last one holding the nail gun, douchebag. Yeah, like, nobody was holding that nail gun. It wasn't her fault. Like, it was a faulty nail gun. It was a freak faulty nail gun. Like, like warranty. I mean, you're suing the nail gun company at that point because... That's not supposed to happen. Let me tell you how it goes. The insurance company that paid on Aaron's death then will subrogate against. Right. The, yes, that's how that works. Yes. Subrogation. Yes. Subrogation. I learned this. Word. I learned about this when my father's mower caught on fire and burnt our house down. Subrogation. Subrogation. <laughs> Can you tell I work in insurance? Yeah. I love it. So they're all, all the, all the members of our cast that are left here at this tricentennial. The important cast. You got Julie with her friends, Wendy trying to find Julie, Kevin being a guard while also looking for Julie because Wendy told him, Ian stalking Wendy. And it's, uh, which Ian McKinley and McKinley, that wasn't that the lamest fucking thing. Yeah, it was so stupid. It was like he had to have point. the, he had to have the same last name as the school name so that when she was wearing a McKinley High school shirt she could go oh it must be ian mckinley who causes my death like really come on now you couldn't think of anything come on, son. <laughs> you couldn't think of anything better than that so he had to have the same last name as the school so you got some idiot kids there that are putting firecrackers behind horses which first is, of all you guys are jackasses which is a really mean yeah poor horse and be stupid hope you got kicked in the genitals for that i really did do too yeah like or somewhere because <laughs> a horse kicks you anywhere doesn't really matter where you're gonna get hurt yeah well it freaks the horse out horse pulls up its stake that it was staked to the ground horrible and trails it after and like runs through the crowd rampant yeah horse is scared Horse panics and runs through the crowd. Which the little stake thing grabs Julie. And somehow it gets wrapped around her neck. Like it's strangling her. Yeah. And it's dragging her along too. And just before it's going to take her through this like crop crop tool that's got all these little pokey things on it. It's like a combine harvester or something. I was thinking that's what it is. Kevin manages to grab a sword out of one of the reenactor's pockets or sheaths whatever their thing are called and and cut the rope and one in one in swipe in one swipe because that sword a had a sharp ass edge on it even though a reenactor i'm sorry but they don't let you have sharp swords no. 
They do not let you have sharp swords. And even if it was a dull sword, they would make you have it tied so that it couldn't be pulled out of the holster like that. So even with the sharpest sword, you're not cutting a rope in one swipe. Yeah, and it, like, with a really sharp sword, you could. I've seen it. I've seen it happen on Forged in Fire. Have you? I have. While the rope's in motion, at yeah. a top speed, dragging someone along with a horse at the other well, end. No, but it doesn't really matter if the rope's in motion. <laughs> I or want not. MythBusters on this. I don't know. I feel like the friction of the movement with the chopping, the the movement it wouldn't would be make it smooth. easier. You think? Yeah. See, I'm thinking it would kind of drag it and like have like. I don't know. I need Mythbusters on this one. I feel like this it's is important. So Mythbusters. improbable. Okay, it's so incredibly improbable. But you want Mythbusters on it? Yes. He's able to save Julie, and that, thusly intervening in her death. Yes. But unfortunately, when, you, when he's asking her who's next, her two friends are next to each other. <laughs> yeah, that one's over because the the flagpole goes right through the the friend that was next to her, right through her body. It just impales. Don't her. even meet her. Yeah. Don't even know who we she was. We can look a whore on her face and death. And then Ian comes up and he's doing his little speech of how he blames blames Wendy and she should kill herself, do the righteous thing and kill herself so it swaps all of them, like skips all of them. And while he's doing this, um, the fireworks go off, somehow catch fire to the sign or catch the sign above him. Uh-huh. And the sign collapses and Sign is on a cherry picker. Him. Yeah. And the cherry picker falls and crushes him. Well, I thought it was the sign that crushed her, crushed him. No, it was the cherry picker. Was it the cherry picker? Because yeah. the sign was on it. Because the, cher- the sign was on the cherry oh, picker. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was the cherry picker itself that crushed him, not the sign. And that was my favorite death. Because fuck you, Ian. <laughs> That's a great death. Plus, it reminded me of Tim's death in Final Destination 2 or something just <laughs> destroys him. Um, so, oh my god, we're saved. We're saved, Chaos. It skipped us. Jumped to five months later. <laughs> and they're on a subway train. She and, and she, Wendy is there with uh, her roommate. Her roommate and her, her friend. And her friend. Yes. And then she runs into her sister. Yeah, her sister came early and met her up on the train. Yes, and so she starts to introduce her sister to her roommate and her friend, and then she realizes that Kevin is sitting down at the end, end of the train car. And her sister and her, her 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 roommate and her roommate's best friend were supposed to be Thomas and Kimberly. That's uh, who was supposed to be Thomas and Kimberly. They switched them out when they couldn't get the actors to come back. Okay, That's how they were supposed to have all five on the same train. But things go awry with a candy bar, a rat, the tracks switch, going to a dead end zone and crashing. and It's another premonition. But is it? And then she and her friends freak out and realize what's going to happen. And then they're like struggling to get off the train. You can't stop this train. It's It's over. It's the first movie that they all die in the same movie. Well, what I read was that it's supposed to be up in the air as to whether or not they died. Oh, see, I read that they did die. I read that this is the first one that they all died. Oh, see, I read the opposite. It's, it's, they all died. There's, 
Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. But they all die. What do you mean you're not going to spoil it? They all die. I don't know. I think they all die. I mean, come on. That's that's a perfect ending in this movie that everyone dies. I love that perfect ending. Everyone should die that was in this movie. That made this movie. Well, I mean. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding, of course. I End mean, the movie, when though. When you put it like that, I can see your point. <laughs> Evil laughter. Evil laughter insert here. <laughs> um, so thoughts since you love this series so much. I don't know. I mean, it was kind of entertaining, I guess. It was I just I thought it was pointless. It was just like you meet the people for five seconds and then the whole movie is just them dying in ridiculous ways. That is Final Destination. Yeah, that's why I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's so pointless. How, as far as the other movies you've seen, on a creativity level level of these deaths compared to the other ones, where would you rank it? I can't remember number two at all. So I'll, I'll help you. That's a problem. Someone dies. There was a fire and he dies when he jumps out of his... Uh, apartment and the fire escape ladder goes through his eye somebody dies with a plate crash window crushes them another one dies when she gets her neck caught in an elevator um and then that big scene at the end where they all die where the, the razor wire goes through that one guy three times and uh, the other one where they're oh, trying to get her out of the it car just she clicked. says can you put it on quiet mode and she dies with the the Okay, I thought the deaths in number two were really, really ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, Creative doesn't even come into it. They were stupid. They were so unbelievable. (laughs) The log, the log jam. (laughs) I hate that. You know I hate that. (laughs) I said chaos, a meme. Or was it a TikTok where the guy's like, I don't know. No one ever rides next to me or behind me. And it's this guy pulling logs. a guy, yeah, with a log, a log trailer. Which I've actually seen an idiot in a sports car cut off one of those trucks. Fucking moron! Fucking moron! I thought we were all gonna die. He obviously didn't see Final Destination too. Obviously hadn't seen Final Destination too. <laughs> I wasn't worried that the logs were gonna come off, but the way that the truck jackknifed and flew across three lanes, yeah, really made me worry for my safety. I would too. More than the logs. Yeah, the logs were. That's fine. a lot of weight logs... in a trailer. If that trailer hits you, yeah. you're getting crushed. Yes. Yeah. The logs were fine. The logs did not budge one inch, as they wouldn't in no. real life. Yes. They, it's more the weight of the whole trailer it, falling on top of you. Yes. I was very afraid for my safety because I was right behind the damn thing. Um, But fortunately, I was not tailgating it. <laughs> because it just all happened in front of me. And I was just like, oh, my frick. I mean, I was scared. It was bad. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. No. So two is like my least favorite of the three. Okay. Um, I guess three is probably like one. One tried to have a story. Yes. So it gets points for that, I guess. But I still think 
that the deaths in three were better. So I guess I liked the deaths in three better. Okay. Yeah, they were so pointless and dumb. Oh, fuck you, Brent Franklin. Did you hear that? I saw that today. I'm like, oh my God, this is the cheesiest fucking words. Fuck you, Brent Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Not that you asked, but I'm going to rank the deaths. Um, I agree with you on two. None of those deaths are realistic. At, not even one of them. No, I don't think a single one of them was realistic. Mm-mm. Um, None of those would actually cause death. Except for the propane blowing up. That is the only one that would cause death. That would cause death. Um, okay. So this one, I thought they were a little more inventive. Like the weight machine. Yeah. I mean, that was booth. my favorite one. Although Tanny Booth is just was, funny. The, the weight machine was ridiculous too, though. There was no way those swords would have... Not necessarily the swords doing it, but if something else, like if something broke on it, yeah. and it that would be... Yeah. Um, you know, and then what was the other death? Uh, oh, the, the nail got completely ridiculous. Yeah, um, that wouldn't happen. But uh, Frankie Cheek's death is pretty. You know, I don't know how it was that a car accident, engine came out of there and why the engine looked like that. Why it had an old-fashioned know. propeller on it? It We're was not heist sure. pale ale. Stop! <laughs> it happened because it was heist pale ale. Um, no, I agree with you on the death in this one. So as far as the three goes so far, is this? the most favorite of yours so far i mean i find it hard to say that because i dislike them so much i know but if i force you to watch one ever again which would the which one would you watch well if i said three i would at least avoid having to see devon sawa good point so and like i actually liked a couple of the actors in three so I guess gun to my head I would say three. Okay. All right, interesting. Yeah. I'm interested by this. Um I have fan fiction if you're interested in that. Oh, do you? Yeah, because it's a whole final destination series, but as a reminder of what we have, we have some crossovers with like Scream, Saw, then there's American Dad, High School Musical, <laughs> uh How I Met Your Mother. Phineas and Ferb and Pride and Prejudice, just to name a few. Wow. Yeah. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. That is special. Do you want to hear the summary on that one? Yes, I do. Sounds like you want to hear the summary on that one. The Pride and Prejudice team go on their holidays. Team? Yeah. Excuse me? I didn't write this. I didn't write this. Go on their house, house, H-O-L-S, but in Final Destination fashion, death is never far behind. I, I have to read this one. Hold on. It's got 28,000 words. Oh, no. It's got 2,000. Oh, fuck you. 2,000 words. Pride and Death and Prejudice is what it's called. Pride and Death and Prejudice. Oh, my. Yeah. Whoa, steady there. I don't know. It looks like it's um, it's got some interest to it. It's got no comments and no kudos. I'm shocked. Are you shocked? Shocked. <laughs> um, anything you want to add before we get to rating? Um, 
Well, oh, sorry, baby. I have a cat sleeping on my lap. Aw, yes. cat. She was asleep, and then I had to move my hand, and then she woke up. I have some trivia, I think. Okay. I just bapped my face. I bopped myself in the face with my microphone. While you're looking up your trivia, I I will say I like the uh, packaging of this one for the Choose Your Own Fates collection as opposed to the other Final Destinations where, you know, you don't get to choose Mm -hmm. the destination. It's just so great. Okay. Alex Johnson, who played Aaron, broke her nose during filming, but it doesn't say how. Okay. Um, so we've got, we've got names here who pay homage to various horror filmmakers. Wendy and Julie Christensen both pay homage to Benjamin Christensen, the director of Haxen from 1922. Aaron Ulmer pays homage to director Edgar G. Ulmer. Louis Romero pays homage to both horror film directors Herschel Gordon Lewis and George A. Romero. Jason Wise plays homage to director film to film director Robert Weiss, who directed The Haunting. Carrie Dreyer pays homage to horror film director Carl Theodore Dwyer, who directed Vampire. Ashley Freund plays homage to horror film cinematographer director Carl Freund. And Ashlyn Halperin pays homage to horror film director Victor Halperin, who directed White Zombie. Most of these movies we've seen actually on the show already. Yes, we have. You know what makes me laugh, I gotta tell you, because I said this, I think I said this last time, but Robert Weiss, who did The Haunting, mm-hmm. directed The Sound of Music. It just cracks me up for some reason. Oh, I know. And I need those two to be like crossed over to fan fiction somewhere. I know. It's so wrong <laughs> that they're not. We have to do Haxen. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Haxen? Haxen. 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 I don't know. I don't kidding. know. It's got an umlaut in it, so I'm not sure how to pronounce Haw- it. It's probably like Haxen. Haxen. I don't know. But we have to do that one. Okay. At some point. I'm just saying down the road. Well, are you ready to rate? Um, yeah, sure. Let's rate. It's your movie pick, so you rate first. Honestly, I know you didn't ask me, but I, as far as my gun to my head, this isn't my favorite one. Yeah? Um, yes, some of the characters are good, but some of it seems, parts of it bother me. Like, mm-hmm. some of it starts to drag in the middle. Um, Kevin annoys me as a person. Yeah. And a human being. Um... So I'm actually going to give this one, as far as the final destination, I'm going to give it like a 5.127. It's not my favorite of the final destinations. Not my least favorite, but not my favorite. Well, you've seen all of them. I've only seen three. I have seen all I of mean, them. I mean, I've only correct. seen the first three. Well, you'll see the rest of them as we go. I'm uh, spreading them out. Look, I'm spreading them out, too. Well, I, I think the last that. time I did one was like a year and a half or two years ago. I appreciate that. So I am me. spreading them. So it won't be another year to watch the other one. And then the next one, I think, has David Koechner in it from The Office. So that might help a little bit for you. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't. That's the fifth one. I'm sorry. Okay. So the next one. Oh, the next one's good. Next one gets cheesy to a new level. Oh, I've boy. got my eye on you. <laughs> I told you about that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love that one. It makes cracks me up every time. All right. I'm oh, sorry. Boy. What's your rating? I'm going to give this a two and a half. That's it's, less than the regular final station, I think. It's probably 
No, I don't think it is. Well, it might be. Maybe I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three because I don't know what I rated the first one. Okay. Um, it gets it gets a three as opposed to a two and a half because I like the cast. You know, we should really put our like on our anchor or something what our ratings are, so we actually know what our ratings are for each one. You know what I mean? Like, I <clears throat> hear you, but yes. that requires going back and adding the rankings for 194 movies well i'm just saying i've got the weekend free so do you (laughs) just kidding one of these days we'll do it well we could start doing it and then we could slowly over time go back and do the old how about i I listen to them and get what the rankings are and then you update the anchor with the rankings oh you give me the fun part i thought i was having the fun part with the are you being sarcastic yes I'll edit. It's fine. You teach me how to edit Anchor and I'll do it. No, it's okay. We can uh, split it up. Okay. Should we get out of here? Yeah, why not? I think this movie has crushed my soul enough for one night. Oh, just wait. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Um, We are part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. Um, the podcast network has got a lot of good shows. You should check it out. You might find one that you like almost as much as us. Um, we are on all the social medias. If you'd like to connect with us, we are at podcast at night everywhere. We are on Instagram, Facebook. We have a Facebook group moderated by our social media, Maverick Maverick. We have uh, Twitter and uh, Slasher. I always forget what that's called. I know, right? And I shouldn't because I'm on it. But uh, anyway, we are also on Good Pods and we are on everywhere that you can listen to podcasts, pretty much. Um we really appreciate a review or uh, either either posting a review wherever you listen or just telling people about the show, you know, um, whatever gets us new ears, we really appreciate. So wh- however you do, you do you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We love <laughs> you for being you people. <laughs> Um, and, uh, oh, I know our marketing is done by Carnage and Chaos does our editing and our graphic design. And if you are interested, we do have a merch store. It'll be linked in the show notes. It's a threadless store, and there's all kinds of different designs on there. So go check it out if you've got some cash to flash. You know, it's the holidays coming up. We need cash, so go buy something. (laughs) Let us have cash. Yeah. And I'll just say uh, thank you for listening. So that's it from me, Chaos. Um, adios and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage, and as a fr- good night from Carnage, and as always, we're good night from Carnage, and as always, 
We are filmed in front of a live studio audience of fucked up cats. What the fuck's wrong with me tonight? I don't know. Jesus, that took like three times to figure that out.